Welcome to 2022. It's Alex and Tori and you're listening to the Tenfold Podcast, that hashtag no filter life dream. First podcast of 2022. I know it feels good. It does feel good. 2022 feels like a strong, powerful year to me. I know. I can't believe it's been two weeks of 2022 already. <laughs> yeah. I'm struggling saying 2022. <laughs> um, so what has happened to you in the first two weeks? Oh, a lot. I this So this week I was a bit sick. And a bit sick. A bit sick. Well, I thought I had COVID and I did two rat tests and I didn't have COVID, even though I feel like I had all of the symptoms Well, you have a headache, which is... Yeah. That's not you at all no, to like be and, sick and have a headache. And I had a fever and I like rarely ever get a fever either. So one day I had like, I measured my temperature and I think I was yeah. up at like 38.6 and then I got really like sweaty and was like, yeah. had the chills. Um, It's yeah. really high, 38.6. Yeah, it? it like went up really quickly and then it went down. So I don't know. Then, I, yeah, so I had two tests. And well, what I I've learned about having a baby is a fever you don't actually treat a fever. It's like yeah. your body's way of getting rid of something bad. So it's actually a good thing to have a fever. I read about that too because I was just Googling everything yeah. <laughs> while I was sick. Um, but yeah, I also realized I still have so much weird like work guilt around ever being sick because I don't get sick. And then I feel like when I do get sick, I'm like, am I really sick? Or am I somehow <laughs> faking this sickness? And like, I'm not, I should be like going, it doesn't make I any feel like sense. that's a Canadian mentality too. Maybe I wonder... I was wondering if it's still the same. I mean, because now because no. of COVID, people aren't even working in the yeah. office. But before there was kind of all this, always a mentality of like, even though if you're sick, you still go in yeah. and you show like how dedicated I you know. are. But it's also the opposite with COVID because it's literally supposed to be like, if you have any symptoms, don't go in. But yeah. still, I have that ingrained in me where I'm like, I'm not sick enough to take a sick day. <laughs> I feel like I'm the opposite. That's like what I learned because I had health issues and stuff. Yeah. So now I've learned like if I'm you even should. a little tiny bit inkling about getting sick, I'm just going to take a day. Well, I have so many sick days too. When I finished my last job, I had like 80 sick days or something because I just never took what? any. They accumulate? Yeah, they accumulate. Oh my God. And then you don't crazy. get them like paid out or anything. So I'm like, oh. At InfoTrack? Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe I don't know if it's 80. It was a lot though. That's um, impressive. But anyways, I'm feeling better today, which is good, <laughs> and hence we are recording. Um, but we've also been getting ready for my kitchen reno in my unit, which is exciting. So we've knocked down our kitchen and been eating takeaway all week. <laughs> yeah, so things are just a bit hectic at the moment trying to get ready for that, but I'm super excited to finally have a newer place and like the place that I want and feel like it's more like my home and not just somewhere I've moved into <laughs> it's gonna be so nice i know i think i don't even realize how big of a difference it's gonna make but just like having a nicer kitchen will be really and the really floors nice. too and the floors yeah just a lot for the next like few weeks to work through but yeah it's gonna be so satisfying and i'm very very excited um how has your 2022 been um well <laughs> i think i'll just start with saying i'm officially broken up that's mm. like kind of how I'm going into 2022, which is a good thing, I think. Um, it's new beginnings. Then. Yeah, and after mm. everything that's happened, which I can't get into. Um, but uh, basically, we also got sick. So Sadie and I got sick maybe like the first few days into 2022. And But I also, like, I'd been camping. It was raining. It was really cold. 
uh, when I got like really cold for Gold Coast uh, when I got <laughs> back and like those are the kinds of conditions and I was stressed right so those are the conditions that would always make me sick like in any situation yeah so I got sick and it only lasted two days but then they said that this Omicron only lasts two days so I don't know I don't know what happened but it was impossible like impossible to get a test so I went to go like I, I left at like 6 30 in the morning thinking I was going early and um I was driving to get to the testing clinic or facility or whatever and there was like this weird traffic jam on the highway and I thought oh that's so strange like and so I waited in it for a bit and then finally I was like no I'm just gonna take the long way around like because this is ridiculous so I went the long way around and got to the testing facility and then when I got there I realized that that traffic jam on the highway like near my house which was like a 10 minute drive from where I went to like on a yeah. highway which is quite far right um it went all the way down and backed out onto the highway so it was like that's crazy I don't even know how many cars like kilometers and kilometers of cars lined up and parked trying to get tested and I just was like this is actual insanity <laughs> um so yeah, so we didn't get a test and I can't do that with a baby. And then I tried to get the rat test and I couldn't get the rat test and Tori ended up getting it when she got tested from work. So yeah, my work has. Them. Whereas like my work, we don't need yeah. those. Like we can just, we work from home anyway. So it didn't really actually matter. But then her daycare was closed. So, so yeah, so then we were just, it was her and me like, in the house for seven just days, isolated, just yeah. isolating. And I couldn't really take her out at first. And, um, but it was fun. Like we actually had a good time and, but I was sick like the first two days, but it was, nothing unusual or out of the mm. ordinary it just felt the same and then I still have a cough now like a week later but that's also completely normal for me because I used to always be like asthmatic and yeah and have bronchitis and anytime I have a cold so you can like kind of hear my voice it's a bit like raspy but um I'm feeling good and yeah and I hope I had COVID and that was it and I got it over with and yeah that's what i, I hope you did me. too so <laughs> i think you did have it though i like because i've read so many things about those tests being Not false being negatives and false yeah. positives and Who false knows. everything so um yeah i think i think you did it uh and then what else oh what have you been watching oh okay so i started watching euphoria which i realize i'm late to the game just a bit came out in 2018 something like that and I'd heard about it and the reason I remembered it was because I remember Leonardo DiCaprio like reading some interview where he said his favorite tv show was Euphoria and I knew it was like a teenage show about like drugs and stuff and I thought that was so funny for him to like publicly cite that that was his favorite show especially because he has a 24 year old girlfriend <laughs> um and and like is known for only dating girls under 25 mm. But so I finally watched it because obviously I'd been home for a whole week and I wasn't working and I had nothing to do. And uh, it was so good. I was so, so, so happy with it and like just so immersed in it. It felt like I was watching like a really deep, like in-depth movie, like the music, like the, the score. It had a score. Mm. That's what it felt like. It wasn't just like a regular TV show. Like it was so cinematic um, the characters were so engrossing, like it's so over the top, but so wonderfully over the top. And I have this like kind of barometer for any show or movie where, cause I'm, I basically never sit and just watch something. Like it's very rare for me to yeah, do that. Yeah, I always multitasking. I'm almost always on my laptop doing work or doing whatever and then watching something. And 
I'm always like, okay, if something's like good enough to get into, I'll like be able to follow along while I do my work. And then if it's boring or whatever, I just won't. Right. Um, but very, very rarely is something so good that I actually have to stop my work to watch Mm -hmm. it. And I want to stop and watch it and get every moment. And this was one of those shows. And like, that doesn't happen that often anymore. So it was so fun i was just like oh my god i'm so into it i want to talk to everyone about it i've like recommended it to so many people i need to rewatch so i already watched it back i uh, maybe in 2018 i don't remember when i watched it it was a while ago and i definitely binged it but i don't know why i didn't make you watch it i don't know i maybe yeah, i binged I too many things and i just like <laughs> did it so quickly and i was like oh. well what okay so there's so many things that i love about it i love that it's super character driven and each character really has their own backstory and like it's so rich like and detailed and they could have their own show just on their own as the main character mm. but every character in the show has their own thing so it's very skins the british show skins-esque like that feeling um but for modern day now which i think is really important to to like get an idea of what like the youth of today are, are to. like right the thing that i thought was amazing was that there are so many penises in the show <laughs> and i was like this is a ridiculous amount of penises. Like, you're just so not used to seeing that, like, on TV. I don't even know when I've ever really seen it on TV. I don't think so. Or in a, yeah. like, like, in that, like, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. happen no. And so I was writing, I think I was writing you, and I was like, there's got to be, like, some thesis about why there's so many penises in this show. Like, <laughs> this would be something that we would be studying in uni, for sure. <laughs> and so I looked it up, and there's actually so many articles on it. <laughs> and um, the creators of the show like really specifically wanted to include that and they really do it with humor like th- not just humor they do it with all different versions of it but mostly mm. humor and they said they wanted to kind of like desensitize or like take mis- demystify like the penis because you just never see it right you see yeah. women's parts and all this kind of stuff objectified and like through the male gaze but you never see men like through that lens as well yeah. in that same way and yeah and it was just so refreshing and it also I feel really helped progress stories like because you know you don't stop at like a point where you'd have to stop because you're like we're not going to show these things it's like you see the whole story the whole way through which I know sounds funny when it's talking about penises but it really like I just loved it I thought it was great and they really didn't like objectify the women in the same way Mm. like sometimes a little bit but not anywhere near the extent of the men and i really it's a nice change it was just a nice yeah yeah, that's what was refreshing it's something i haven't seen and so that Mm. was like exciting to watch um oh i watched the eternals the other night that new marvel movie i actually thought it was pretty decent and like watchable um the one thing that i liked the most about it was the diversity in the cast because what is it about I it's about like these people called the eternals who are like sent to earth to battle these things called deviants or something okay but they were sent like at the beginning of time and then they kind of stayed on earth in case they come back some like I don't know. Anyways, the storyline itself is Is it Angelina Jolie? Yeah, it's the one with Angelina Jolie and like a bunch of other people. Um, And Selma Hayek. Actually, Selma Hayek looked a bit weird in it though. I was like, I feel like she's done something to her face. Um, But yeah, I liked... such a delicate face. I liked that um, there were just like so many different people in it. There was like people of a lot of different ethnicities and there was like a deaf girl and there was a lot of different people and like my partner was like, oh, this is too like 
tokenized almost, but like I, I kind of was just like, oh, it's just refreshing to see because it wasn't really actually about the diversity. Like they didn't really focus on that, but it was just like all these people were just like different and that's just who they were. They didn't like, that's so interesting because I find like a lot of white males will take offense. They like take note of that. Yeah. I definitely had this. We had a very long discussion about yeah. this um, and never came to any conclusion because he was saying like he felt like they should have done it from the beginning of all the Marvel movies and then like oh. slowly like made it more natural or kind of something like I think he just thought like this was too tokenistic and they were just trying to like fix it in one movie. Yeah. And I was like, well, even if they are, does that matter in, in a way? Because it's fixed and it can go forward. It's kind of for it. me, I was more like thinking about the kids on the other end of this yeah like and they're gonna grow up like watching it's this movie to difference. see someone who looks like them or has the same disability or ethnicity or whatever yeah. body type i don't know um and there's like there's a canadian that asian anymore? actor who's in one of the marvel movies oh yeah see moon yeah he was yeah. on selling sunset and um i didn't see his movie or anything but he wrote like the marvel twitter and said hey how about an asian Super yeah. superhero and they went okay how about you or something <laughs> like that and he was like uh okay <laughs> um yeah and like now they have they had that movie and they had like black panther and stuff so they're they're getting there but anyways i just like that aspect of it the it's most. so funny so like with my i guess ex which is like yeah. so weird to say but he there was this show on and it was like an asian-ish girl and this white guy as a couple and mm. that was like the premise of the show and he was like oh they're just doing this as a token like they're trying to like do this everywhere now all the time and i was like look at us yeah like i'm an asian-ish girl with a white guy like yeah. we are this show like yeah. this isn't like they're just doing it for the token like this is reality right yeah. we're living that reality right now and now we're getting reflected onto the screen yeah. like i think that's amazing I know. I was, I was like, that's how I felt. I was just like, good. I'm glad they're like making a super diverse cast and just like, they should always do that from now on. Because that is more reflective of like the world that we live in these days. Um, yeah. I also think I liked it because I thought it was going to be really bad because I heard it had bad reviews. Oh. And then it was, it wasn't amazing, but I just like, I thought it was, it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. I was like, huh, Did you see that in theaters? No, just online. Um, but yeah. That's what I <laughs> in theater while you had COVID. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she won't uh, admit it. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Was, it, was there something else that I wanted to talk about? Oh, Love Island. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody watched this season of Love Island Australia. Because <laughs> even I wrote my friend who is like a reality TV connoisseur. And she's like, no, I haven't watched it yet. Hmm. It was pretty boring. I mean, I didn't watch the finale. But today I was at Woolworths, which is the grocery store here. And I saw one of the guys from Love Island, Australia this season. And he was like really beloved. Like he was like one of the really good guys. And he, he was like the nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he and this girl like kind of hit it off almost right from the beginning. And they were like this really beautiful couple. And they were they didn't win, but they were like it wasn't it was a toss up between them yeah. and the other couple of who would win. And they live in the Gold Coast. Right. And then just recently, like a few weeks ago, they announced that they were breaking up, which was a bit of a shock. I know it's not a shock to people who don't <laughs> like reality TV, but um, some of the couples are really successful. So, yeah. and they seemed like they got along so well, and they had a good and head they on both their lived shoulders. Here. Like they had a good chance at succeeding. So yeah, it was really like a shock when they broke up. 
So today I was at Woolworths going grocery shopping and I looked down Are you the at aisle. Woolworths? Yeah. No, I was at Woolworths uh, because we went swimming at the creek. Uh, so okay. it was on the way back. But I know I didn't want to go. I don't want actually like Woolworths. I, so many people love Woolworths and I just do not expensive? like it. I think it's more expensive. I don't like the quality of their mm. product as much. I feel like it's just not the same. And I think I don't like the dark interior design. Mm. But anyways, <laughs> I like a well-lit grocery yes. store. Um, yeah, anyways, I looked down the aisle and I saw this tall, quite thin, handsome, European-ish looking man. And Who I could it like, be? <laughs> That's Chris from Love Island. And he was a lot taller than I thought in person. I thought he was going to be pretty short, so that was a bit surprising. And he had a companion with him Ooh. who I could see from behind. And it was this blonde girl. The plot thickens. Yeah. And I thought for a moment, oh, is that Zoe? Like his ex and maybe they're kind of going back and mm. forth in their relationship like but then i was like isn't zoe really short and this girl was quite tall and the closer i got the more i realized this isn't zoe and Who then could it be i heard her voice and i realized it was lexi <gasps> dun 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 <laughs> so if you watch the show this will be a huge surprise because Lexi and Chris, I don't think you ever even saw them talk on the no, show. No, when you told me, I was like, I don't remember any sort of dynamic between the two. Yeah, of them. and so she was involved in her own, like, serious-seeming relationship on the show, but then he dumped her yeah. halfway through the show, and it was, like, it was pretty awful, actually. And then she had this whole arc of kind of getting revenge. Um, and she's in the Gold Coast, too, but... <laughs> sorry. I'm pretty sure that her and Zoe are really good friends, and, like, they've all the Gold Coast cast have been hanging out together mm. and i think he was the only guy and he and that girl zoe just broke up a few weeks, weeks ago. ago and then now he's been grocery shopping and they were definitely together he was like touching her butt and all this stuff and yeah i right. felt like weird even can you I'm just like comment on their instagram being like i saw you today i know <laughs> i just i was literally like oh i just i couldn't do that i don't think it'll play out the way it's gonna play <laughs> out but um no, sorry, because I listened to this other podcast where someone was saying that they got a DM from someone saying, uh, like, I've seen your boyfriend with so-and-so. And they said it was, like, awful and they almost yeah. wish they hadn't. They just, like, Gotten found it. out on their own in mm. some way rather than have a stranger write them and and also presume their yeah. embarrassment or presume. Oh, sorry, I got sick. Um, to be fair, though, he does move fast because remember at the beginning he was with that Rachel girl. And he got her kicked off because he didn't okay. like her that much. But and then because I'm, I don't, I didn't want to admit this. Yeah. But the podcast that I was listening to. Oh, what they say was about with the two Love Island people oh. from the first season. Yeah. It's called "Where's Your Head At," yeah. and it's actually like it's okay. It's just fun. It's like kind of fluff. But the podcasts that I usually listen to aren't back yet oh, from yeah, the break, yeah. so I just started listening to this one, and um. It's like a guy and a girl from that season that are friends and they are interviewing other people from Love Island, but then also just like talking about life stuff and they're kind of funny sometimes. Um, and they were saying with him, he was saying that Rachel, the first girl that he yeah. was with, actually tried to hit on Aaron right before that like ceremony. And oh. she said, Aaron, is there anything between us? And Aaron said he was really shocked because he thought that her and Chris were so 
solid but she was like obviously trying to play the field and she said oh i I always thought there was like a spark between us interesting um so yeah actually sorry they were interviewing aaron so that's why and then he said he went and told chris right away and that's why they all voted her off and that's why chris wasn't fussed about it after but they didn't show any of it interesting yeah that makes you wonder all the things that they don't tell yeah i think there's a lot of stuff they don't show um yeah i don't think they have good editors but whatever um yeah it was just it was funny also i felt almost like i didn't even like like him that much on the show i wasn't really invested that much in that couple like or any of the couples but they weren't really the character they didn't really show them that much as people um but i almost felt like he like cheated on me because i was like and maybe he didn't cheat on her we don't even know right maybe they like broke up a while ago and then they just just pretended to be together like but I just like very rarely can two girls be friends and then one girl start dating the other girl's ex-boyfriend, even if it's amicable no. and they'll be OK. No. Like it just when does that ever happen? No. Um, also, this is why I love Australia and the Gold Coast, though, because it's like so small that, of course, you just see like. Well, Tori, your partner people. saw yeah. them, the couple, Christian original Zoe. couple. Yeah, at the mall. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> no, I've seen them. a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, you got to be in on all the, like, gossip when you were here. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, what are we talking about today? Well, actually, our biggest news for 2022 is that our parents are here. They have landed in Australian soil. Five years later. And yeah. so, they they went from Toronto to Vancouver to Sydney to Brisbane, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And they made it through all the hoops and everything that yeah all and the like crazy actually rules. It was so it was so like heart-wrenching today because they got here and we were so excited um they were in brisbane and then we got emailed this like quarantine um order Direction. yeah and it was like okay this is where they're gonna stay this is for how long like these are the directions and then so we we're like okay we've got this like they're going yeah, to the Marriott right or now whatever. you still have to quarantine for two weeks when you come to Australia. When you come like to Queensland. If yeah, you go to Queensland, New South Wales, yeah. which is where Sydney is, you don't. But Queensland, you do. Um, so, yeah, anyways, <laughs> we got that quarantine order. And then, like, five minutes later, we got another email. And the second email was, like, your quarantine order has been canceled. Like, you are free to go. Yeah. Basically. Like, according to the blah, 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 bylaw. And I was, like oh my god what like because well yeah they were saying that when we reach 90 percent double vaccinated they're going to get rid of the like restrictions for international travelers who are double vaccinated so they won't have to do quarantine or any of that and they're saying that we're going to reach that like next week sometime so we were like maybe like yeah they're saying like like sunday morning possibly and our mom's birthday our mom's 70th i don't know if she wants us to say that but anyways who cares that's amazing so it's our 70th birthday on sunday uh, so we're like that would be Huge. unbelievable if we yeah. could do that but um yeah so there was a brief second this afternoon where we were like ah are we gonna see them right now yeah and then I called our mom and I was like is this true like and is this what this means and so she went and asked like the officer or whatever yeah. who was there and then called me back and was like oh he said he made a mistake and he shouldn't have sent that out yeah she said that he said he like put our dad down as a minor or something. He did. <laughs> and then he had to like update it. So I think he probably had to like revoke that one and then like issue a new one or something. Well, we never know. got a new one. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, in the eyes of the law, 
basically yeah. if our parents if our mom hadn't gone back and asked the officer to double check could she could have just left speech. and we would have been like we have this email saying that they're free yeah i don't know how easy it was for them to like leave the, the line <laughs> whatever i think there's like police but Jail break. um yeah. anyways then they got on the quarantine bus and they went to the marriott in brisbane and it's look it's a really beautiful hotel yeah, so they're good actually quarantine reviews they have a river view i saw the bathroom it looks really nice <laughs> like yeah i think if they're gonna be stuck somewhere they had a good dinner it was like yeah. a roast chicken so um i think it's actually probably good for them to be there and get over their jet yeah. lag and stuff yeah i mean Ease obviously it'd be better it. for them to be here Ease but um yeah it's just it's so surreal like it is, it's weird that they're here but we can't actually see them yet it's also weird because it's like we've had like a w- weird five-year like parentless time mm. where a lot of things have happened like grown-up things yeah. that you grow up with and it's i think that's been part of the plan like the universe yeah. plan it's um it's gonna be weird it's gonna be very weird but like I have like that mix of emotions where I'm really excited and I'm like, how am I going to react? Am I going to cry? Am I going to feel like they're old? Are they going to feel like I look old? Like <laughs> what's like, what is it going to be? I can't wait for them to just meet Sadie. Oh I think God, that's going to be I'm so really excited. Can beautiful. we film that? Yeah, we have to film, I it. film it. Um, yeah, I'm really, really excited to see how she reacts. I feel <laughs> like she might just be indifferent and be like, oh, I know, <laughs> me too. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Or um, she'll like, maybe she'll just scream. And be like, ah! <laughs> I think I want to talk about five years ago when they came to visit. So mm. it was over Christmas and we were both living in Bondi at the time. Yeah. And you, it was you, right when you moved into the apartment that I was living in. Yeah. So they came and helped, helped us. me make my, put my bed back together. Yeah. yeah. So they helped us like move you in and like get sorted up. And then we went on a like vacation to the Gold Coast because yeah. we wanted to move up there eventually. And they were thinking about buying property there. And yeah, and then we spent two weeks or three weeks. I think it was like two weeks or a week. I don't know. No, it was more uh, than a week. Okay, probably two weeks then. Yeah, <laughs> so we came up here and we got an air- we got separate Airbnbs. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, this is the best for our mental health it's both well, ways. Because we've talked about it before. We've had like a pretty tumultuous relationship with them, even though we're yeah. super close. Like it wasn't an easy like childhood growing up and mm. stuff. And we would always like so they've been to australia once before when you weren't here yeah and like my mom and i got into like a big fight at one point which is yeah. just par for course like just that the pattern in our yeah it just always happens yeah. right and always ends up with like tori and i screaming i hate you <laughs> like, <laughs> which is like you just don't yeah. want to do that no. right like who wants to do that anymore and so that time when they were coming up this this most recent time five years ago uh, we were both going and doing NET, the neural emotional technique with our mm. kinesiologist in Sydney, who's unbelievable. Um, Dr. Kate Menzer, if you ever want to look her up. And uh, I like kind of went to see her for an emergency session before our, our parents got here. So I could figure out a way to like best approach it yeah. right, and get the most out of it. Um, and basically she kind of told me because like she knows all the history of like Mm. how my mom grew up and how I grew up and you know all these things that happened and she said you know everyone's got their inner child and it's kind of there's like an age that you were like arrested at right that you stopped growing almost emotionally and she was like when you were like eight years old and you had that really horrible time with your mom like your mom was also eight years old like and she Mm. hasn't really grown up in some ways from that age because of the stuff that happened to her at that age right so 
it's like one eight-year-old like fighting and doing that to another eight-year-old right like so that's why it like didn't make sense and that's why all these things happened and um yeah so she was kind of like you need to like look at your parents as like the kids that they are inside not as like kind of remembering that your parents are people too and they've gone through shit and like they don't have it all figured out yeah you don't have to always play the role of the kid and like and basically so what tori and my strategy was when they came was to treat them like they were like eight-year-old kids like and and not in a bad way like no i mean i wish some like sometimes i need that too right so it was like we would set like so yeah first of all we lived in separate places on Mm. purpose so we'd have space um which you wouldn't do with an eight-year-old but you know like um and we set kind of boundaries and rules and if we were out for too long together and we could tell people were starting to get agitated or yeah we just were trying to be more conscious of i think yeah we would just be like okay i think everyone needs to go home and take a nap yeah like Like, if something started to build up we'd just be like okay no time to go our separate ways let's all like regroup later yeah and it was sometimes as easy as that and like not falling into the usual pattern um it sounds like cliche but nothing changes unless someone changes something so we finally realized oh if we just like change how we react to them yeah then that actually like changes the cycle or the and pattern. it did it dissolved yeah. it and yeah it's funny because i could sense like certain things came up where before it would have ended up in that screaming fight mm-hmm. and i felt like our mom just like not like she was doing it consciously but like we're just all used to that pattern yeah. so she was like gearing up for that like Ready emotional yeah. like roller coaster and you go up and then you go down but then you come together after so that was kind of a thing like have a fight but then have like a really big makeup after mm. and really love each other and really all those things and i i definitely felt her throughout that trip trying to go on our regular path but yeah. it's like i was like energetically no i'm not yeah. doing that like but then i i wouldn't just leave her there either right like we yeah. would try and find a different route and so it's strengthening that other pathway Mm. and yeah it worked really well it did i mean it wasn't perfect but it worked really well it's hard to do all the time because even after that i went home to toronto like maybe six months after um they came that christmas and i stayed at home and then was like seeing friends and all that stuff but i feel like i had a huge fight with our mom at one point and it was just like unavoidable <laughs> like, <laughs> i think also being in your childhood home <laughs> probably yeah. oh, this is a cat <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably adds more to those falling into those cycles but um yeah i can't like so it's been four and a half years for me five years for you mm-hmm. since we s- we've seen them but it doesn't actually feel like that long i think because of facetime when we talk to them yeah but the i think also when you see people in person there's a it's different than when you see it them is. on facetime yeah there's like an energy right more of an energetic like yeah resonance like well, field that and when you're on facetime you can just hang up on them <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's boundaries right yeah. well that's what i've been saying i feel like it's very it's been a lot easier to like have a better relationship with our parents from afar because i think it's easier to set boundaries and like feel like i have my own space and like well, i think it helped healed that. a lot i think yeah. the equivalent of that to me would be when you you know eat certain foods to help heal your gut lining mm. and then once you do you can eat kind of junk foods again more yeah. and not get irritated in the same way or allergen foods that you couldn't handle before so like with our parents like having that distance for five years 
like allowed us to heal like the outer membrane Mm. of like our relationship and i think for them too because they are really anxious and will be like worried about us all the time and i think us being not in front of their faces also allowed them to not have to worry about us as yeah, much in some yeah. ways or have that anxiety. So. I know I've said before I feel like sometimes they're actually just happier not being near us even though they wouldn't say that no, but yeah. or acknowledge that but they yeah they just worry so much. Well because since we left they kind of reconnected with a lot of their like uni friends and got more of a social life and I feel like really found found themselves again yeah. which is wonderful. Um. But yeah, so this kind of, this episode is for people who are definitely kids of immigrants, yes, like we are, um, kids of the boomer generation, which we are, uh, and yeah, people who, if you have issues with your parents and just have like some complicated family dynamics. I yeah, think. and you just want some like techniques or that. some sympathy, yeah. <laughs> some empathy, um, yeah, so the thing with the boomers, though, it's so interesting because, like, again, with my ex, like, with his mom, he has such a short fuse with her, mm. like, and he gets, and because she worries about everything, right, and she watches the news, like, yeah. and then she talks about those things all the time, right, even if to us, we'll be like, oh, who cares, we're not even, we're not going to even take that seriously, or whatever yeah. it is, right, Um, but he gets so frustrated with her, and that's, like, I just feel like that's not even her a trait of hers. That's a trait of that generation. And most of the people that I know from that generation watch watch the news religiously, um, are worriers, right? Like, and like that kind of anxiety is like a part of growing up at that time. And so it's hard to fault someone for just the situation in which they grew up. I feel like the motto of like boomer generation would be like be prepared in terms of like always worry about everything you could possibly worry about so you're like prepared if it happens basically um yeah and like with our parents i feel like and just i feel like our generation is so like do the inner work like heal yourself and then like that generation was like just be strong ignore everything like be responsible yeah like like, trauma doesn't exist like suck it up just like yeah and i i don't think that they can really change that much like i I think think it's it's hard when that's ingrained yeah Yeah. and like they didn't they were never given the space to explore like in Mm. the same way that we've been given so and even though they could do that now it's hard that's really really hard those are Mm. like filters that are so old and thick and crusted Mm -hmm. on like you're just never going to get it off right there's always going to leave a stain kind of thing so i think it's like being able to accept that accept like what they can give you and how they can give it to you and then finding a way to love that if that's important to you like yeah. if you do want to keep still keep them in your life because you don't have to right um and and yeah and finding a way to make it like work mm. in a way that you don't get upset all the time <laughs> um so yeah uh i've got a few questions oh. that i've put together okay. that i thought we're good if anyone's like kind of gone through things with their parents um and it might like help you kind of look at them in a different way so a lot of it like is around the inner child kind of thing uh so i'm just going to read through them and yeah actually maybe i'll just ask them to you almost and then you could answer them quickly or whatever yeah what is the inner age of your parent or parents 
Oh, that's a good question. And so the inner age is supposed to kind of be the, maybe the time they had the most trauma in their life or yeah. a very significant time where it would stunted them at that point. But I think for her mom, it would be pretty young. Like, I think it would be on eight or 10 or whenever her parents like left Serbia and then like left her in Sweden with her aunt or something. Yeah. And I think she was very, that was a very like big thing in her life that affected her a lot that she hasn't actually like talked to us a about very much but i feel like it would affect anyone like yeah, at course. that age um and then her dad i don't really know i think for both of them they also because they met and got together when they were like so 18, young 20 i feel like that would also be their age because for sure <laughs> just like been together for so long and i think it's hard to grow like, keep growing and yeah. evolving with the same person from such a young age um yeah agreed okay so how would you treat someone that was that age mm. yeah yeah that's a good question well an eight-year-old like yeah. just with all the kindness <laughs> yeah just, like they're eight <laughs> i feel like that's such a like such a sweet age almost mm -hmm. where like kids are usually still like <laughs> very earnest and like yeah like learning their place in the world and kind of like curious and all that stuff um i think it's like giving them attention yeah and, and, and also boundaries like, yeah and letting them know that they're safe. Yeah, I think safety is probably a big one still. Um, and then like twenty, I don't know, twenty. I just be like, oh, you're silly. Like <laughs> you're still <laughs> young. Like you think you know what you're doing, but you don't know what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> um. Oh, and then I put, can you see your parent as a child of that age and treat them as such? Maybe. <laughs> and it's like keeping it's yeah, <laughs> keeping that in mind, basically. Yeah. Um, and then this, like, you don't have to answer mm. this because it's a bit personal, but, um, this is like something for anyone to start writing down and really like, cause there's such power in putting things into words and mm. like quant qualifying them. Is it quantifying or qualifying or like really nutting it down? Yeah. There's like a lot of power in that. So what are the things that they've done? Right. If you have a poor relationship with them uh, or you have yeah. grievances with them, like, what are the things like write them down like really concisely understand, narrow them down yeah. and understand I what think it's good to like they actually are and for yourself and yeah. make sure you know and it's not just some vague like they were awful to me like, yeah really, like, and if you how? have like those reasons down on paper then you can start to maybe look at them from a different perspective yeah. and look or at them understand from why yeah they, they may have yeah made you feel like that especially in relation to their inner child mm. um Okay, the next question. What did you want from them that you did not get? Because mm. I think that's always a big thing, yeah. actually. I think that's a huge thing. I think everyone kids. I know usually has like wanted something that yeah, they like didn't get to from their parents. Like to feel more loved or more security or more I think more attention is a big one that I've, yeah. I've seen a lot. Yeah. Just feel seen. Yeah. Seen and heard. Um, what are the beliefs they had that have been instilled in you? Oh, that would be a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the things that we're trying to <laughs> deprogram sometimes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of probably good things as well. And then these are important questions for some people. And this is like what my, when I've seen a psychologist has asked me, is do you need to still see them? Do they need to, mm. to still be in your life? Yeah. And what are the reasons why? And then look at those reasons too. Yeah. And then can you forgive them? 
Can you understand why they did the things they did? And this doesn't have to mean that you're condoning their actions, mm. but it's more like finding empathy yeah, for who they were at those times. And I read something on Instagram the other day about forgiveness where it was like, it's not actually about, it's not saying what the person did is okay, but it's like more for yourself and like finding peace in it, like personally. And it's for you, not for the other person. Like I think a lot of the time when we think about forgiveness, we feel like we're giving something away to that person or like letting them get away with it almost. Forgive. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it's great. Um, okay, and this one is specifically for you. <laughs> but oh. anyone could write this too. <laughs> anyone could answer this too. So Tori, what is your dream but realistic best outcome with our parents here when they're here? Um, I would like, I want to feel like a closer relationship with them. I want to, I will actually want to get to know them better. I feel like outside There's of like so much stuff I want to know being about our parents their past. Yeah. Like I feel like they both o- had opened up about yet. They both had like very interesting lives yeah. like before meeting each other and coming to Canada. But I don't feel like we know that much about that and yeah. i feel like that would give so much context to who they are and mm-hmm. like how they raised us and our relationship with them um and i want to get over some of my like issues or hang-ups with them like i think for me i feel like they've both like burned me in certain ways in the past like and that's the same i feel like everyone would feel like that about their parents in some way or another for the most part um but i want to be able to like yeah to let go of that stuff and like kind of come at it fresh and like both like from both ends and like I'm sure I've done stuff to them (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) and I just yeah I think I just want to be able to have like foster like a a nice relationship and not not fall into like all the same patterns like I'm sure like it's kind of impossible not to get into some of that I'm sure um but yeah I want to feel like none of us are stuck in the same box of like what we had before and playing the same roles yeah and we can all just like have a nice relationship because like we both have like completely new lives here in australia like we're not actually the same people even no we aren't we really aren't so yeah i just want to i want to make it like a fresh start and just to like have a like a a real relationship even like outside of the child parent relationship and just like get to know them as as people that's so nice so what do you plan on doing to make this happen that is a good question um it might be good because we get into like such heated moments with them to have like a mantra or have like a yeah. list of like I was five that things that's like oh this i feel this, like this, i need this? to start okay. a note in my phone like, calm down or whatever to remember and be like well like because i think it's easy to fall back into the role of child and be like oh my god they're trying to make me do something or like force this on me and like i think i need to remember that i'm an adult yeah. <laughs> and like they don't have control over me i guess yeah. and like no matter what they say like i can just step away and be like nope like i'm an adult and i live my own life and like that's your opinion you're welcome to have it and then also almost like how do you not feel upset about it yeah and how do you just feel like oh you guys yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's exactly. okay well that's i think when you have to think of them as like an yeah. eight-year-old and be like oh yeah <laughs> isn't that cute that that's what you think mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah i don't know like i think i want to try and have some like 
conscious dates with them where I just go and like go for lunch and or a walk and like ask them things about their life. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Other than that, I haven't really like thought about it that much. I think we should just go on a lot of walks that by the ocean. <laughs> Um, I was going to say something, but then I don't know if I'm revealing a secret that I'm not allowed to reveal. What's the secret? I won't go into details, <laughs> but our mom, oh, you, you know about this. Our mom dated her high school teacher's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. After high school. Yeah. And she once, like, the equivalent of, like, let it slip. And I don't know how that even happened. And I remember Tori and I, this is years ago, like maybe decades ago. I think she told me when she was teaching me how to drive. And then I told you. And we were like, what? Because <laughs> like she would never, she was so, I do everything. I think it was one of those things that came out in the lull of like, you know, when you're driving in the car. Yeah. And then somehow. And then you're like, you let it slip. <laughs> Anyways, since then, she has never told us anything else about it mm. until this year where i asked her again oh did you yeah and then she finally told me more of the story mm. she definitely didn't tell me all of the story because i still had questions but she told we'll me a lot to and that was like yeah it was really interesting and it really like it's i for me like the more i know about someone and the more context i have like all the better always right yeah. like well, and so it was so me. yeah it was so nice you to know, know that about her. my ultimate goal will be to one day have them on this podcast <laughs> but i don't oh think they would ever God, do it that's great but maybe they will maybe actually yeah i i know what i know what the topic would be what? i'm not gonna say it right okay. now but i have an idea okay i feel like that would be that would be the i know a topic that they would actually want to come on and talk about that's okay. what i mean that's yeah good. that's great um but yeah, so those are my questions. I think. Wait, but yeah, how are you feeling? Like, what's your oh. goal? And, and <laughs> I've said before, thinking? I feel like this is an opportunity to heal the relationship mm. even further. And yeah. I think I've done a lot of work with it. And like, yeah. and my mom and I have a really good relationship, even though we have, we still have our issues, but we are so close. Like, and my dad and I have always kind of had a a good relationship yeah. like to an extent i wish we were closer for mm -hmm. sure like so that is part of it like i want to know more about his life like i just know like the outline i don't know the details and i want to know the details more it's like you know the chapter titles but not the yeah it's like i've always felt with our parents and i think i was talking to you about this earlier was it's like they just at once they got to their like mid-30s and had us like nothing else happened yeah like it was just like okay now we're done like not that they i don't think they would think that but to me that's what it felt like like they were just mm. like life is done now now we just do this like forever yeah. and i don't now i don't have goals anymore now i don't have like certain ambitions or certain mm. you know other than like paying off the house obviously yeah. and supporting my family which are great goals yeah. but like you know those other things that kind of like light you up mm -hmm. um so yeah and i wish i knew what the details are because that's definitely not what was happening like they would have no. had daily lives with stuff <laughs> going on but i feel like we we're never privy to that yeah so i want to crack them open i think we can do it yeah. i'm really excited to see them with sadie and see what being grandparents yeah does to them and like I feel like it usually softens people. It makes me like, oh my god! You know what I'm so excited for? What? 
our dad has um, transferred over all these VHS tapes to oh. a USB, and he's bringing them. Is he? Yeah. So it's like oh a treasure God. trove of tapes from our childhood and like gonna be high schoolness and everything. I'm pretty sure there's like Spice Girl videos with my friends, uh-huh. like reenactments, and yeah. So I'm really excited to see that. Oh, that's gonna be good. Um, but yeah. I feel like this is like some kind of like not the Hunger Games because <laughs> it's not like desperate. It's like, but it's like a real like journey that we're going on and like an adventure that's like well, beginning. I think also because we've both done so much like self work and reflection, like healing since moving to Australia and like changed so much. For me, it's almost it is like a weird test where I'm like, oh, like. What will trigger me having our parents here? Like, what's it going to bring up? What do I still have to, like, kind of heal or work through? Like, I'm sure there will be things that do come up. And, like, yeah, I just want to see how I react Actually, and work through y- it all. Now that we've learned about the concept of the mirror, yeah. right? It's like the things that annoy us about our parents probably annoy us because we, we don't it. like seeing that in ourselves. Yeah. And, we've, and we recognize those traits in ourselves, yeah. too. Yeah, I think for me, a big thing will be feeling like I already feel like this with my kitchen right now. <laughs> I talked to our mom and I already told her like what kind of counter I was getting and when it was happening. And she already asked me both of those things again and had told me to get a different type of countertop. And like she's like, I feel like she's like her testing to like yeah. try and get you to change the answer. So she pretends she doesn't know. know. And like those things again. where like she obviously doesn't like certain <laughs> things that I picked and I'm just not used to like having someone in my life who's judging everything I do in that way. And our parents can both be very judgmental and like mm-hmm. they're very opinionated and strong and that stuff. Um, and I'm not used to like having that around so close to me anymore. So I feel like I'm going to be like, well, <laughs> um, but then I think for me, it's a lesson in learning how to not take that to heart and just be like, they're allowed to have their opinion on it. I'm allowed to do it differently. I don't have to question It doesn't actually myself. have to affect what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, it doesn't have to make me doubt everything. Yeah. And be like, oh. um, so yeah, that'll be an interesting exercise for me. Um, yeah, and I just like, I hope I don't just start feeling like I'm a teenager again and be like, I hate you. Well, I think you're lucky because you're not going to live with them. So yeah, you've true. got that space to leave and recoup. Mm. True. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> but you have built some babysitters, so that's Yeah. Nice. No, I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel like it'll be like a mix of emotions. And our mom keeps asking me, she's like, are you apprehensive about us coming on? And I keep being like, I am. I'm apprehensive but excited. <laughs> and like, of course, I love them. And I'm like so excited to see them after five years. But I also know, yeah, it will bring with it some like challenges. But I feel like we're both ready for them and I feel like yeah it'll just be kind of interesting because I feel like we're both better now like stepping back from situations yes, and kind of yeah. like seeing and understanding our emotions and understanding the triggers so it's even gonna be more, a bit of way an more so than five years ago oh yeah for sure um so yeah I think it'll be kind of cool we'll keep you updated me too and then the other thing I wanted to s- finish off with was like because we are so different than we were in Canada because Canada is a very different culture even though people don't people think that australia and canada are very similar there there's a lot of differences i think mm. and um i think when you come from canada it's more fast-paced it's more uptight uh, and you come to somewhere like australia like 
just the nature, the sheer nature around you, the ocean breeze, like the sunshine, the blue skies, all of that stuff. It just, you can't be that uptight. Like you no, just can't, right? It like opens up. Yeah. You open up you. and you relax, you unfurl, right? Like, you know, you, you look up to the sun and like grow like a beautiful flower and <laughs> bloom. Um, and the last time our parents were here, you know, they came off the plane, they were just all a bit cranky, all that kind of stuff. And I remember I wanted to go for a walk on the beach and I was like, let's mm. go for a walk on the beach. And we got up to the Gold Coast and that first they didn't want to, right? They're like, oh, I'm wearing shoes. I don't want to walk on the sand. Like, why, why would we do that? There's a boardwalk here. And I managed to convince them to go and step onto the beach and they took their shoes off. They put their feet in the sand. They put their feet in the water eventually and they just started like almost giggling, like yeah. laughing, like, and this lightness started to, you know, come in and these people who got off the plane just feeling very agitated about a lot of things right which you would after yeah. such a long flight but um you know feeling quick to temper like all of that kind of stuff like so much of that faded away by the end of the three weeks or month or something that they were there and then they were like this more light carefree younger versions of themselves Oh, I just had a flashback to our dad in the ocean because I remember you, I think you kind of taught him where you were like, oh, because the waves here are bigger and you have to like kind of balance when you're just like standing in the water. And you were like, oh, pretend that you're surfing. And, like, yeah, I yeah. I remember him being like so into it, and <laughs> yeah. like, being so happy <laughs> in the water. So, yeah, I feel like they're going to they're going to soften. Yeah, I can't wait for that melting. Yeah. It's just so nice. It's and yeah, for them to enjoy the lives that we've built here. Hmm. I feel like they're going to love it. I feel like this is the best place to be in your older age, too. Because yeah. Who wants to sit through winter? like? Yeah, they can play golf know. year-round, tennis, all those things. So It's going to be epic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope that wherever you are and whoever your parents are, you're okay. And this has maybe given you a little bit of like something to chew on, something to yeah. think about, and maybe a different perspective for a little bit. Okay, so I have a little woo-woo for 2022. Um, this is from Astro Style website, and it's a little numerology around the year. So last year was a year five, and year five is kind of like a crazy energy. Um, and it's like colorful and frenzied and all about freedom. And <coughs> in year five, so last year, 2021, you're demanded that you investigate um where you didn't feel a sense of freedom, rein in your escapist and avoidant tendencies, focus on the longer game rather than instant gratification, tap into our sensual sides, face our fears and begin to dismantle them and open up to change on every level. So it's a big year of like upheaval almost and a lot of change and um, I guess looking for freedom. And I feel like, I kind of feel like that matches 2021 for both of us in some mm -hmm. ways. It was like a lot of, big things happening um and then this year is a year six so year six is actually an energy of nurturing so it's all about relationships obligation responsibility home and family which i feel like also yeah. is very much what this year <laughs> is gonna be as we just talked about reuniting with our family um so it's kind of like bridging from a crazy year to like a more nurturing year and um it says year five opened the door for kind of like self-indulgence and now the winds of change are coming and you're heading more towards like looking after others and what's best for the collective rather than just the individual. 
um, and year six resembles a pregnant belly. So it's truly pregnant with possibilities wow. when the focus is on visionary plans, service to others, and justice for all. And also, obviously, because it's 2022, there's a strong two energy. And a two is all about patience, partnership, and diplomacy. Mm, and those all go really well together. Yeah. So I feel like that, I don't know. I feel like I like the vision of that because 2021 just seemed hectic. <laughs> and then I feel like 2022 is going to be the calming thing that we all need to like ground down and have those new beginnings. Um, so hopefully you guys have that too this year <laughs> um okay that's, that's it great. for us today we love you guys so much thank you for listening yeah um and if you're not following us yet please do on instagram we're at tnfld underscore facebook is at tnfld and our website is www.tnfld.com and if you can leave us a review on apple Podcasts, we would love yeah that. we love those happy 2022 Was du nicht auch mal hier oder denk ich's nur 